Welcome to our first class, Yoga for Advent, a season of waiting and solitude and silence, season of anticipation. And I don't know about you, but um, I have secretly or not so secretly been craving some silence and solitude and just the stillness and um, quiet that this time of the year welcomes, uh, simply because it's dark already at 4.30 and it's cold and so it invites you to stay inside instead of being active all the time, which I love, but I need something to kind of shut me down and slow me down a bit. So I am looking forward to lighting candles and taking a deep breath um, throughout these next few weeks. But um, we're going to be looking tonight at a devotional from Ruth Haley Barton uh, called Advent Reflections. So in anticipation of that, let's um, stretch back into child's pose. <laughs> Nice place to start. Nice place to start, yeah. So whatever um, position of child's pose you like, whether your knees are together or knees are far apart, your arms can be walked out long in front of you or resting at your sides. But especially be mindful of the breath here. In the back side of the body, inflating all parts of the belly and the back. Deep inhale and exhale. Advent is a season for waking up to all the ways Christ comes to us. Yes, the themes of Advent help us celebrate and commemorate his first coming in the Incarnation. They encourage us also to anticipate his second coming in glory. But there is such a thing as a third coming of Christ that is all the ways in which Jesus comes to us now, bringing light to our darkness, peace for our turmoil, hope for our despair. O holy God, open us light for our darkness. Open unto us courage for our fear, hope for our despair. O God of peace, open us, open to us peace for our turmoil, joy for our sorrow, strength for our weakness. O generous God, open our hearts to receive the gift of your presence. Walking your hands off to the right side to stretch out the left side of the body. Keeping those long, intentional breaths flowing in through the nose and out through the nose. Crawling your fingers over to the other side. Mm -hmm. 
hands back to center. Walk your fingertips forward just a little bit further to stretch out the spine. And then rounding the spine, come up to all fours. We're gonna take a twist. So bring your wrists underneath your shoulders, your knees under your hips. Reach the crown of the head forward, resting the tops of the feet flat on the mat. On the next inhale, sweep the right arm up, maybe even look up, take a, a little twist, and then sweep that arm underneath you. Threading the needle and resting the right side of the head on the mat. Pressing the left palm into the mat to deepen the stretch. And that right palm is open, fingertips spread wide. Breathing deeply. Exhale, pressing into that left palm, sweeping the right arm back open and placing the right palm back on the mat. Taking an inhale and exhale here on table. And on your next inhale, the left arm open and sweeps underneath, threading the needle, resting the left shoulder and left side of the face on the mat. spread wide, resting with intention on the ground. Take a deep inhale and on your next exhale sweep the arm up. Then bring the palm back down to the ground. Inhale for cat, cow, excuse me, reach the crown of the tail up. And then exhale for cat back, tucking the chin and the tailbone. Inhale, reach the crown and the tail. Exhale, round. Begin the movement this time almost in your belly button. So reaching that belly button down towards the ground and then the crown and the tail up. And tucking the belly button in, drawing the middle of the back up, chin and tailbone tuck. A couple more times on your own. Really exaggerating the movement. back to sit on your heels, straightening the spine, roll the shoulders up towards the ears, down and away, inhale reaching the shoulders up, down and back, and intentionally pull those arms down, the shoulders down, away from the ears, sweep the arms up. 
press the palms together gently and as you're doing so drawing the shoulders away from the ears exhaling the arms down towards the ground inhale sweeping up and exhale twice more Belly engaged, belly button drawn in. This time on your exhale, as the hands come down, come up to stand on your knees. Knees under your hips, so your hips width apart. We're going to take a little bit of a camel pose, so pressing the fists into the low back. Press the hips forward, reach the chest up shoulders drawing back and you can look up if that feels all right on your neck really taking the strength the weight into your quadriceps strong leg muscles gently tucking the chin back and straightening the spine inhale sweep the arms up exhale the arms down Again, you can take that same movement fist into the low back, or you can reach maybe just a one-armed camel pose. So you can tuck your toes, reach the right hand back for the right heel, and the left arm overhead, pressing the hips forward, keeping the hips level, even not popping out to one side or the other. And you only have to look up if it feels all right on your neck. Untucking, a little movement in that back, maybe round the spine a little bit. If it feels good, you can even take a, a momentary child's pose, and then we'll take it on the other side. So you can keep the fists at the low back, or you can tuck the toes, reach left hand for the left heel, the right arm overhead, pressing the hips evenly forward. center and then tuck for child's pose. Keep your toes tucked in this child's pose to stretch the bottoms of the feet. And then slowly rounding the spine to come up to all fours. We're going to come over onto our back so bringing the knees to the front of the mat, coming to sit soles of the feet resting on the mat and roll down onto your back. Draw the shoulders down. Take any rounding, arching out of the low back, so press the belly button down towards the mat. Heels are rooted right underneath the knees. Fingertips spreading wide, pressing, palms pressing into the mat on either side of your hips. Intentionally prepping for a bridge pose. So take a deep inhale, filling the whole belly and ribcage. 
And on the exhale, peel the back off the mat, pressing into the heels. Exhaling, pressing the hips up. And lower back down. And then exhale, last time pressing and holding. Make sure you have loose toes so you're taking the weight into the heels. Keeping lots of space between your chin and your chest, palms pressing into the mat. Any strain out of your face. And lower back down. We're gonna do some leg stretches here. Uh, so if you would like to use a strap, now would be a nice time to grab a strap or use a scarf or your sweatshirt or a tie. It's not absolutely necessary. You can just use your hands. So we're gonna leave our feet flat on the mat, extend the right foot up towards the sky. Foot is flexed. Let's really over flex that foot. So pressing the sole of the foot up and then point the toes and flex and point the toe and flex. <laughs> amazing how hard, how much that hurts. <laughs> Apparently we don't use our feet very well. Just a few times gently back and forth. And then with that strap, if you'd like, you can take that strap around the, the ball of the foot. So not in the arch. And keeping the foot flexed, taking either side of the strap in your hands, or you can just wrap your hands around the back side of the thigh. So gently beginning to pull that leg a little bit deeper, keeping both hips pressing down into the mat, shoulders drawing down and back. So that's the advantage of the strap. It enables you to keep your shoulders down on the mat while getting a deep stretch in that leg. To go a little bit deeper, you can extend that left leg long, pressing the heel into the mat, flexing, keeping both feet intentionally flexed. So with every exhalation, just feeling that hip and the back side of that leg opening a little bit more. Spread wide so open like a wing. You can keep that foot overhead or you can 
open the foot to the right. So keeping the foot flexed, sole of the foot reaching off to the right, opening that hip, not forcing anything, just letting the weight of the body do its work on our tight spaces. And slowly coming back through center. You can stay at center or taking the straps in the left hand, right arm opens out, palm faces up, fingertips spread wide. And then the leg crosses over the body and you, you don't need to take a full twist. Uh, you can just leave that, leave the low back pressing into the mat, feeling all sorts of stretching. <laughs> Keeping the left heel rooted into the mat, the feet are flexed. And if you'd like to take a full twist and let that foot twist over, if it's okay on your spine, it's a pretty deep twist. Did you write that stay on the ground? No. Okay. Drawing that foot back up through center. Releasing the strap but hugging the knee into the chest. And instead of just drawing it to the center of the body, draw that knee off to the right side of the body, like towards your right armpit, flexing the feet still, trying to press the shoulders down onto the mat. And while here, again, pointing those toes and then flexing the toes as you're hugging that knee in to the side of the body. Extend the right leg long on the mat, letting the right 
Otherwise, just come up to seated. So you can take a few rocks with a round spine if that is okay on your back. And then come up to seated. Extend the legs long. Pull the flesh away from your sits bones. 
root the heels down, draw the toes back, sweep the arms up, and exhale, fold forward, so reach towards the toes, and either rest your hands on your legs, or on the mat, or use a strap to reach for the soles of the feet, or you can grab onto your big toes or the outside edges of your feet. Thinking belly to thighs more than forehead towards the knees. abrupt. <laughs> Don't know if my music stopped or my battery. Let's see. My little device died perhaps. <laughs> Quiet. Bringing the soles of the feet to the, together. Opening the hips. Pressing the knees down towards the mat reaching the belly towards the feet. So keeping a long spine, try to draw the shoulder blades together. Hinging at the waist. And then from here, we're actually gonna come into pigeon pose. So we're gonna keep our right leg in front of us and bring our left leg behind us bringing your hips level, walk that left foot back. And of course, if this isn't accessible for you, you can take reclined pigeon on your back, crossing the right ankle over the left knee, and threading the needle with your hands and hugging the knee into the chest. So of course, many variations here. You can stay up with your torso lifted, pressing into the ground with your fingertips, or you can walk forward and rest on your forearms. You can rest your forehead on your fists or on a block, or you can walk your fingers all the way forward and rest your forehead on the mat. The important part is trying to keep level hips and not rocking over to the right side. walking up, tucking the back toes so you can walk that back knee in, and we're going to come to a low lunge on the right side. So the foot that was just in the pigeon pose, the right leg, bring the sole of the right foot to the mat in front of you. And you can keep the back toes tucked or untucked, your choice. And you can keep your hands on the mat or on a block or on your knee and just sink the weight into the hip, noticing how these different hip openings still manage to find the tight spaces. <laughs> Wiggle those front toes. Maybe reach the palms overhead, long straight arms, arrow straight. 
Draw the shoulders down and back, away from the ears. Exhale, cactus the arms. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, cactus the arms. Inhale, reach. Exhale. Inhale, reach. And exhale, cactus in the arms, drawing the elbows down and back. This time, reach for the ground, either side of that foot. Hinge the hips back for half split. So coming up to the heel of that right foot, drawing that hip back. Keeping your fingertips on the mat or on blocks, or you can rest your hands on your hips or on your right thigh. the long side of our mat. So keep your right foot exactly where it is. Point the toes to the long edge of your mat. So you're at the left side of your mat. You're still on the left knee. We're going to come into gate pose. So stand on the left knee, the right foot, so the foot is pressing into the mat. Sweep your arms over overhead. Right hand to the right extended leg. Reach the left arm overhead. So you're stretching out the left side of the lung. position behind your head. So in these long, deep, difficult poses, keep the breath moving in through the nose and out through the nose.
walking the back foot in, the back knee in a little bit. So you're going to tuck the back toes so you can walk that knee in. Gently coming um, out of the pigeon so that you can come to the sole of the left foot. So we're in low lunge on the left side. Fingertips either on the mat or on blocks or on your knee or at your hips. And we're going to sink our weight evenly over our hips, knee, front knee, in line with the front heel. I find it interesting, at least for myself, uh, the harder things get, the more shallow I breathe. <laughs> um, this is especially true in um, the recent labor and delivery <laughs> experience. Um, and that was the most helpful advice from the nurse was to breathe deeper. And it's so easy to forget to breathe because it's like if we just hold our breath, the pain will go away. <laughs> we'll ignore it. But really, we're short-sighting ourselves, limiting our oxygen, and making it more difficult. Sweeping the arms overhead. Inhale, exhale. And beginning to cactus the arms, draw shoulders down and back, elbows in towards the sides. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale. Exhale, the hands down towards the front heel, hinge back into half split. Might need to walk that heel into a little bit of a different space so that you can keep your hips level. Pointing the toes up towards the sky, drawing the left hip back into its socket. And again, you can rest your hands, fingertips on the mat, or on your leg or on your hips. I think it's amazing how dysfunctional our bodies manage to be. <laughs> Despite the fact that I practice yoga every day, my hips still hurt. <laughs> So it's so important to come back to it because it's easier to get back into good alignment when we're flexible and practicing and breathing deeply than when we're stale and stagnant. So we're going to come into gate pose on the right long edge of our mat. So bring the sole of the left foot to the mat and you're coming to stand on your right knee, pointing the hips towards the long edge, the right edge of your mat. The outside left edge of the foot is pointed towards the front of your mat. Hips are level, sweep the arms overhead. And exhales over to the left. So left hand reaches towards that left leg, right arm reaches overhead. Try to draw the shoulders down and away from the ears. Inhale, arms overhead, exhale, right hand, fingertips down either to the right hip or to the mat, left fingertips up towards the sky or overhead, pressing the hips forward, not rounding the 
back, but opening shoulders, stacking the shoulders and hips. twist we did to start with. So left palm is under the left shoulder. Sweep the right arm open and thread it underneath you, resting the right shoulder, the right side of the head on the mat. Maybe taking it a little deeper by lifting the left fingertips up towards the sky or even wrapping it around behind you. reaching behind you for that, in the direction of that right hip. Unwrap, pressing the palm, left palm into the mat, reach the right arm open, unwind, right arm plants underneath the right shoulder, left arm opens and threads underneath you. If you'd like to take it deeper, the right arm can reach up towards the sky or over to the back of the body with the palm open in the direction of that left hip. Slowly unwind. All fours once more. Inhale, reach the crown forward and the tail up. And round the spine, tucking the chin. And we're going to settle into child's pose for our final resting pose. If you'd prefer, you can take our traditional Shavasana. If uh, child's pose is not completely restful for you. So finding your rest on the mat. Take one final deep inhale and exhale so you can let go of, of the focused breathing. Let the weight of the body sink down into the mat. The long spine releasing any gripping. Ruth Haley Barton continues with a reflection on this first week of Advent. She says, this week, let's practice waking up so we don't miss any of the ways in which Christ comes to us every day. 
sitting quietly in the pre-dawn hours waiting for the light to come, almost imperceptible at first, is a way to practice waiting and watching for the coming of the sun into every nook and cranny of our lives. In those early morning hours, contemplate how you are being asked to open yourself to this one who comes in the midst of your everyday activities. Be prepared to meet your grace in every circumstance, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour, and we don't want to miss it. Romans 13, 11, Now is the moment for you to wake from sleep. in a long, slow inhale through the nose and blow it out through the mouth. Once more, as long of an inhale as you can and as slow of an exhale. and fingers if you're in Shavasana or child's pose slowly rolling up to seated. Just simple seated with your knees crisscrossed, hands resting on your knees, closing your eyes. Jesus, as we enter into this Advent season, this waiting again for your, your birth, for your nativity, help us to notice how you are coming, coming in our daily life, in every nook and cranny. Come, Lord Jesus, come. Amen. Go in peace. My friends, thanks for practicing with me.